Welcome to the Inside Sales Enablement Podcast. Where has the profession been? Where is it now? And where is it heading? What does it mean to you, your company, other functions, the market? Find out here. Join the founding father of the sales enablement profession, Scott Santucci, and trailblazer Brian Lambert as they take you behind the scenes of the birth of an industry. The Inside Sales Enablement Podcast starts now. I'm Scott Santucci. I'm Brian Lambert, and we are the Sales Enablement Insiders. Our podcast is for sales enablement leaders looking to elevate their function, expand their sphere of influence, and increase span of control within their companies. Together, Brian and I have worked on over 100 different kinds of sales enablement initiatives. As analysts, consultants, or practitioners, we've learned the hard way what works, and maybe what's most important, what doesn't. Yeah, and uh, our podcast is, is different. We actually are spending a lot of time talking to um, our listeners, and what they're telling us is they appreciate our conversational format and how we're talking real issues. We're, we're sharing the insights that we're learning from what's happening right now. And on this podcast today, we're going to talk about um, the Sales Enablement Summit, which is the first ever Sales Enablement Summit in San Francisco uh, that was uh, here in uh, September of 2019. And uh, I, Brian, were able to actually give a, a presentation and a keynote at that event. And I thought it would be good to debrief with that uh, live, live with Scott because we haven't talked about it much. Thank you, Brian. So the, what we'd like to do here at Insider Nation uh, for you, our insiders, is to give you up to keep you up to speed on the things that are going on, the conversations, but also the events. So since I wasn't there, I have a bunch of questions that I want to know from Brian, and I'm sure you do too. So the first thing that I'd love to do is, you know, at a high level, I'd like to know, tell me about the event, Brian. You know, so what was this function? Who were the type of people there? What was the mood? Describe for me, you know, what it was like, because I want to know. All right, cool. Yeah, so um, this is San Francisco. Um, it was, event was on a, like, a Wednesday, Thursday. It's actually being run by a uh, event management company. So this is the first um, uh, summit or event that was non, uh, you know, vendor-sponsored and also not run by the Sales Enablement Society. So here you have basically a startup of a, what, it, what they believe will be a, a global um, summit to, to bring together sales enablement practitioners with others in, in the field. And in this case, they, they ran the Sales Enablement Summit alongside the Product Marketing Summit. So in the Sales Enablement space, there are about 250 uh, folks from a variety of different companies, small, medium, large startups, you know, um, uh, even uh, um, international companies. And, and there were a couple of people there from overseas, um, but there were companies like Amazon, um, Hired, Pluralsight, et cetera. And uh, the other uh, conference, which was product marketing, had about, uh, I'd say about 450 or so. Um, so almost double the audience size there. There was one main stage and we would have our networking events together with the product marketers. So from a content perspective, um, a lot of different topics, but Scott, I think it'd be great for me to share this little nugget. Um, and oh, yeah? we talked about the, the Forrester definition before. And oh, the new one, right? Yeah, the new one. And, you know, as, as we shared with, with our listeners in 2008, you know, we, we actually defined sales enablement and then Forrester came out 
in 2019 and redefined it. But interestingly enough, two presenters uh, at this conference used uh, your definition, our definition uh, from Forrester's 2008 definition, not the new one, uh, to talk about uh, sales enablement and frame it out. And both of them said that that definition was their favorite. And uh, there were two different lenses. One was, um, hey, this strategic view of sales enablement uh, is, is what I liked. And the other person that shared it talked about how it was an ongoing initiative, that it was a strategic function, yes, but it was also this idea of ongoing value add to, to sales. So you know what's, what's interesting that. about that, Brian, is uh, literally just this week, uh, I, was, I was in Chicago working with an executive uh, an executive group about you know, transforming from one business to, to the cloud business. And you know what they had as a, as a, as a reference material? The old sales enablement defined report from uh, back in 2008 also. And they kept oh, referencing yeah. that one. So, oh, so the actual physical report. Right. They, they, they had it out, outlined and everything. And, oh, um, printed out? Yeah. Like laying around? Oh, right. Cool. right, right. Well, that's good. They still print things. That's good to know. Well, the, 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 I think the point is they're using that as a foundation to move forward towards the future and mm -hmm. not some of the newer ones. And that's yeah, because, yeah, that is cool because I liked how that report broke down um, the definition, but it also broke down all the different ways that you could tackle sales enablement. And it was, it was, it was broad at the time, and people actually gave feedback that this was a pretty broad definition. But when you look at what's going on today, and, and I know you've done a lot of work around the digital transformation and how that drives uh, strategies forward, that definition that, that, that we're seeing pop up here in the course of a week, you know, two presenters and, and, and actually a, a company, a vendor company, a SaaS company, that definition is perfect for, you know, helping enable go to market, you know? That's pretty cool. So that's that's a... That's a, uh, an interesting data point, I think, because um, when I looked at um, the presentation that I gave, uh, that definition was obviously the definition that I used as well. So there you go. So that, what, what, we should probably do a whole report on that uh, or a whole podcast on that. But so thanks for that, that update. So you threw me for a loop in our report from when you were in Boston by telling me. Yeah, right by jumping on me live that boom, guess what? The Forrester has a new definition that, that was surprising. Uh, now you're telling me, Hey, we had a, had a presentation to sales enablement practitioners that isn't uh, vendor sponsored, nor is it sales enablement society. And three of the people use the old definitions. That's really weird. But <laughs> guess what? Yeah, I'm yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. And you should start going to these events and you can hear it yourself. There you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I should start going. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. So, all right, that, that's, now what I want to do is I want to know what did your, what was your presentation? So, uh, now yeah. this is more for our, our, our vendors. Brian and I walked through some of it, uh, uh, beforehand. So, you know, he got, uh, he got my eyes on it. We role played out parts of it, but I didn't hear the exciting conclusion, right? Cause we, <laughs> we, we changed the, the ending a, a bit. So I'm excited yeah. to hear exactly what, go through us the storyboard of what your presentation was, and then we'll unpack it later. Yeah, and you said it's for our vendors, but I think you meant for uh, Insider Nation. Insider we Nation. Any, we don't have any vendors. <laughs> Do we? That's true, you're right. That's true. Uh, anyway. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm actually reading on the screen, so in case you, in case you know, 
sometimes we actually have notes <laughs> and, and we're sharing them on, on Zoom and I was actually talking and looking at that. So I, I think I'm better without the notes, Brian. That's right. And because uh, um, one of the things that I, I did want to call out as I, as I was sharing this with you is the idea that this was, uh, again, as we saw in Boston, um, vendor supported. And I, again, I want to call out that this, this is a great, it's great to have, you know, high spot and seismic and others there supporting this because they made it possible. And they also injected a lot of uh, case studies and examples that I, I could actually reference in, in throughout my presentation. But the timeline here, or the story arch, if you will, of mine was, hey, uh, you know, businesses are evolving, we know that, but industries are evolving, and I use the, you know, the, the news or print um, uh, industry and the, and the news industry, and talked about how uh, it's evolved from print all the way through to devices, and, and what's really driving that is customers. So we, we all know these things, but then I asked right, right after that, you know, what are you guys enabling? And uh, they gave, they had two minutes and they, they were able to kind of read out. And I, I basically used, um, you know, Scott, the, um, the, the domains, the flavors of sales enablement as a way to debrief that exercise. So they, they were able to bucketize their work in, in either sales talent development, uh, sales messaging, demand generation, or sales administration, as this is the, the domains and the flavors. So I would say at this conference, the 250 people, um, I'd say over over 50 to 60 percent were in the talent development, sales talent development. Um, 15 were in sales messaging. Uh, smaller than about you know, small group were in, in demand gen, and only like one or two were in sales administration. So so then um, so the bulk were in sales talent development, and um, then I asked, okay, well, what are you guys working on? And we bucketized that discussion into there are those who are building something. There are those who are running uh, ongoing programs, and then there are those who are leading a strategic business unit. And so of 250, I'd say 80% are in a build and deliver uh, cadence or effort. Um, uh, 10, 10 to 15% are in a running a program, like for example, onboarding. And then uh, three, three or four people raise their hand if they led a strategic business unit. Um, so the story arch continues with, okay, well, what's common across all of these domains and lenses is you have to be able to generate demand, position yourself, um, get funding and have an operation. And, and what we did, Scott, is, you know, borrow your idea of this concept that you've been working on and, and you and I have both actually been working on for quite some time around um, thinking about sales enablement as a business within a business. Mm -hmm. So we walked through things like who are your investors, you know, how do you get the, the finance um, to, to actually, um, you know, run your business and what kind of business are you in? Um, if you're in a build and deliver business, what does that look like? If you're in a running a program business, what does that look like? And if you are leading a business unit, what does that look like? And I use my past experiences of, you know, I've started up now um, five sales enablement functions I started one up with you and, and four others, and I use my example here of, of my recent work to, to set up a, and, and pivot an L&D organization to a, a, an, L, an enablement function. So that was, that's the, 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 big, the big story arch, and that was what we covered. And yeah, I appreciate your, your, your help in uh, landing this concept and around business within a business because that really resonated with folks. They were really really chomping at the bit to discuss this idea of running the function of enablement as a business within a business. So let, let me 
before we talk more about that, let me summarize what I heard. Uh, so I heard what you did is you framed the conversation by saying, hey, here's an example. And not, I think, I know. I know you used you, you yourself as an example as an old paper boy and uh, how much that, it, that whole industry has changed to uh, frame it out. And then given this, all of our businesses are going through this kind of transformation. So then you said, okay, so given this transformation, we all work within companies that are, that are transforming. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask, what is it that you're enabling? So the first question that you asked was, uh, what type? And we, we, should, we should probably do a whole podcast on how we came up with the flavors, or you call them the domains. But the overwhelming majority of your audience is focusing on training and development type uh, activities. That's right. right. Yep, that's correct. So then the next thing is of those, the next uh, lens that you do. So that's my lens, Brian's lens, uh, to, you know, to sort this out that I think is great, is looking at it as are you an individual contributor? Are you building programs or, or what we what Brian and I like to call services? Or are you running a strategic department? And the overwhelming majority of your audience were individual contributors. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And they were in a, uh, you know, startup mode, basically, of getting the function or their role off the ground. Right. So I, what I would imagine then is that people, those people would be, because most of your audience is training and development, uh, or the, the, the sales talent development, and then the second part is individual contributors, they're probably, their orientation before hearing you talk is probably, hey, I got, you know, building playbooks, or I'm building training programs, or, or the like. Yeah, that's right. Or how okay. to drive change, how to get a seat at the table, things like that. Right. So that's if that's where I'm at, then you drop the 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 bomb of business within a business on them, and you said that went over really well. I got to tell you, I'm having a hard time understanding how that went really well when somebody's thinking about the world through uh, an individual playbook. Walk me through that. Like, what was some of the reaction, and why did that resonate so much, and why did you get? Uh, what kind of feedback did you get afterwards? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, timing wise, I was towards the end of day one and I sat in the audience and I had a lot of empathy for what I was hearing. All the speakers, um, but, it, uh, but the challenge that I was having as a, a previous practitioner was, wow, everybody's talk is very laser beamed on things like a playbook on change management on how to get a seat at the table, on how, how to learn from past failures. These are, I mean, it's, it's rapid fire, you know, and, and we just got kind of fire hose with a topic, 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 and there's no overarching structure for any of it. Uh -huh. And, you know, they're all individually passionate and well-delivered. Um, but the person that really struck me the most was this, this lady that was a product marketer, and she came in and said, I treated sales as a customer, and she went through a method an approach that she, so she talked, right? <laughs> exactly. I said, you got to talk to Scott <laughs> and, and her, her whole thing was, let me tell you about the approach I took to treat sales as a customer. Yeah. And she was the first to do that as opposed to, this is what I did and un unleashed. Uh, and, I, and I say, you know, two, I, I did, this is what I did to sales was everybody's talk. This is what I did to sales. She was the first one that says, here's what I did with my sales leadership, which was a massive, uh, breath of fresh air for me personally, and yeah, then let, I came up. Brian, let me that. pause on you that because I think you bury the lead on on those 
those kind of things. It sounds subtle what you're saying, doing things to sales versus doing things for sales the, 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 or with sales. Talk to me a little bit more about what you mean by that, because I think that that idea is really powerful, but I think you gloss over it and you bury the lead a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, when you look at, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, um, you know, let me just let me just tell you what um, what the topics were. You know, if I if I'm I'm pulling up the agenda, you know, right now, and I look at it, it is, and I'll just I'll just hit you with it. Um, it's it's playbooks. It's new hire training. It's um, playbooks again. It's uh, sales kickoff. It's um, here's one on um, content, how to build content. Um, here's here's one on you know getting a seat at the table. So and, and the thing about all of those is um, that I struggled with was nobody really ever talked about sales buy-in mm-hmm. and you and I both know through the podcast is we, we've talked a lot about um, making sure you're managing stakeholders and that you're managing up down and across but also that you're serving sales leadership yep so I, I just called that out as a red flag to the audience to say listen you know here's my approach to this talk I'm at the end of the day and I asked them I said who here ha- is now leaving with all the answers and everybody laughed literally the whole room laughed and I said, well, who here is actually leaving and right now in your moment in time a little bit more confused about what you should be doing? And pretty much everybody raised their hand. So everybody agreed that it was great topics, but with these inputs, it led to a little bit more confusion. Yeah. I said, this, this is what I'm going to talk to you about today. I'm going to attempt in this time that I have to frame up everything you heard today and also give you a launching pad for tomorrow in a way that organizes this stuff so that you can drive your business forward. And that's what we're doing. That's how I started my talk. Wow, that sounds powerful. That's great. So, well, tell me how people reacted to it then. So, you, you've done your presentation. Uh, you've done a, You've done your mic drop. You know, you walk out of there. People are carrying you off the stage. Tell me what the tell me what the bar conversations were like. Yeah. Um, so, there were there were um, three buckets. I'll, I'll say bucket one was. Um, folks that were new in their career and they had either read it on my bio or whatever. And, you know, I've been around the block a little bit and my background, um, you know, they, they, they're like, wow. And I had mentioned that I, Hey, I was, I was the peer review on the original sales enablement defined. And they were just like, Holy cow, this guy's been in this and he helped create it. I got to talk to him. I need some help. You know, I want him to give me some advice in my role. And, they're kind of new to this whole sales enablement things. I love doing that. I love talking to folks and I hope, you know, Insider Nation has some of those folks that are um, actually new to their career and we're mentoring them through this, Scott, you know, yeah. that's the first bucket. The second bucket was those that are um, been in the space and, you know, quite frankly, they're a little bit agitated. I had two people come up to me and say, boy, I was a little bit, you know, everybody had their own view and individually it was great, but I got a little agitated. I felt like, you know, getting fire hose there until you got up there. So thanks for helping me organize this stuff and also calming me down, right? So I, I didn't feel overwhelmed that I had to go implement everything everybody was saying. And it, it allowed me to take a step back and think about this. So thank you for that. So that was the second bar conversation. And then the third bar conversation was, you know me, I'm a little bit of a, 
I don't know. Maybe it's a days as an analyst. You can call it like it is. But one of the comments I made, and I didn't plan to do this, but it struck me as I was sitting there when I did this, that here, I, here we are on the fourth floor of a, a San Francisco, you know, 250 of us. The floor upstairs, there's a double the amount of people in product marketing. And if you think about it, there's double the amount of people upstairs, you know, planning on what they're going to launch on sales, you know, due to sales. Uh, here we are in, in our sales enablement room about to receive all this stuff from upstairs in a way. Nobody's in here. You know, the, the, the crowd was in the air. I said, isn't this ironic that it's, we were held by the same conference host and we're, we're drinking wine together and networking, but we go into two different floors and this is the problem, guys. This is right here. Think about this. And this is the stuff that I think about. I'm sorry, but why is that happening? And then the, third, the, the second piece is where's the, where's the managers? Where's sales managers right now? Think about what the sales managers are doing. Well, we have so many people on product marketing building stuff to, to launch to sales. Here we are in sales enablement of all the stuff we're going to do to sales. Uh, what sales managers doing? They're closing deals to pay for all these trips. And I said, I'm sorry, I, I had to bring that up, but you know, we need to make a look, take a hard, hard long look at this and, this is an example of these silos guys that, that I think are a problem. And that's what the third bar conversation was. Holy crap. You're right. That, you know, that's, that's such a great point. So you have upstairs, you have product marketers coming up with more things of what to do to sales following their checklists. Then you have a whole group of uh, sales enablement people who are proper to prepare themselves to, to do onto sales, a whole bunch of other things also. Um, that might be different things than what the product marketing uh, folks are doing. And um, the receiving, the receivers of that are going to be the sales managers who have to put it all together and figure out whether the stuff that is, is for them to do from, mar from product marketing and the stuff to do from sales enablement, how they're going to actually put it into the, 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 the bloodstream of the individual sellers themselves. That's a, yeah. a really, really, that's a really great point. You were very Zen-like all of a sudden. What's up? Yeah, I got Zen. I don't know what happened. It just came out too, but I just. You just couldn't yeah. help it. If you guys know Brian, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> yeah. help it. I've said, uh, you know, part of me is like wondering if I'll get invited back, but eh, okay. I hope I do because everybody's, you know, the people that said it was super helpful and it made them think and, you know, right. It is, it is by golly important and. One person golly. said, by golly, <laughs> dag nabbit, gosh darn it. Um, yeah. You know, but, um, you know, hey, we've got a technology orbit of all this, you know, this is the, you know, we talked about it at networking. There's all these technologies, technology, technology. Then you have a kind of a training orbit. And, and somebody has to, th to throw these things out for folks to think about it a little bit more holistically so we don't get sucked into these vortexes of training and or technology, for example, which are big gravitational forces in sales enablement right now. Awesome. So, so, so let's uh, let, let's wrap this up one story. So uh, so afterwards, what happened? I'm I'm one of those I'm one of those people who I believe when I get what I get the most value out of a conference is the conversations about the subject matter, interviewing the, the interviewing the presenters about what they took away from the speakers. So that's 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 what I got, and then who knows what else happens in, in conferences. So what else happened? Right. Yeah, well, you have a long history of this, and you know that um, it's after it's after it where, where the um, the conversations get really real, real, right? And, exactly. Uh, 
And that's, you, you learn a lot in those because folks can relate to you, but also, um, you know, they're sharing things that perhaps they wouldn't other places because they're at an event like this. And that's what happened, right? So we are actually going to go to a vendor dinner. And this is one of those, like, it's really, really surreal. Um, and I texted you on this because I'm like, I'm walking down with I have five or six people. We're heading over to a dinner and I'm walking and I look to my right and it says the palace hotel. And I'm, I'm like, Hey, 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 hang on a second. Stop, stop, stop. And everybody's like, Oh my God, what's going on? Is he getting mugged or what? And, um, I said, this right here, right here, right here. Look, 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 palace hotel. What is it? I point to it. I said, this right here is when I told you guys that we define sales enablement, this is where this conference was where we rolled this out. And Scott and I and, and a lot of sales enablement practitioners, this is kind of like the, uh, the genesis story, the origin story of sales enablement. Those definitions that we're used to today, it was right here. Let's go in here. We have to go in here. They're like, no freaking way. Um, I don't know who said that, but that's literally what they said. Um, so we're going there and I said, let's go into the bar. We went into that. Remember that? Um, I, I know you and I kind of chatted on um, text over this, but I sh- the Pied Piper bar in there. Yeah. There's this cool picture. And um, what I brought him in there and I said, look, okay, look, you're Carol. You know, Carol was at, at that conference and she, she was sat right here. And this is what she talked about. And that was, you know, 12 years ago or whatever. And Carol is, is now in a strategic role in sales enablement, but it started right here on this bar stool. And then you, you, you're Daniel. Daniel sat here. Here's what he talked about. And now he's over here in this, you know, major SaaS company that everybody knows. Um, this is where Kunal sat. And this is where he's at in a VC firm. These guys are all doing super well. And they all sat right here, right where we are right now. Let's take a picture and send it to Scott. And so uh, that's why we shot you that weird picture. And you're like, no way, what? is that the Pied Piper? And who the hell are those people? What are you doing? And, and you, you missed the one thing that we all had. There weren't the tequila yeah. shots. Yeah, that's right. And, that, and that's when we got the tequila shots. Because that's, uh, it doesn't really happen in sales enablement with Scott or I until we kind of christen it with tequila shots. There, there must be to, tequila shots. There must be. Just like a sales kickoff. There must be, there must be tequila that's shots. That's right. So that's what we did. And it was a bit, um, you know, it's a humbling thing. It's exciting. And it kind of makes you think, wow. And then, uh, you know. Um, everybody enjoyed it. We had a great time and we wish you were there. That's for sure. And everybody is like, who's Scott? We keep, we keep talking about Scott, like he's here, but he's not. And so he's, got, he's there in spirit. He's here in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in Insider Nation, oh! this is a, a great reason to come to the Sales Enablement Society conference. Wouldn't you think, Brian? Because who knows? Yeah, that's right. Tequila shots. Tequila right? shots. Oh! <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, you and I will go and we'll do that. And uh, you're doing a, a talk there. So we'll you know, carry you off the stage and, and uh, start talking to people. And, and you can tell us your historical view of sales enablement and what's going on at Tequila Shots. That's yeah, right. and I, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do some live sessions there too. So if you have some ideas and you're going, guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to be on our show and we're going to just put you on the spot like we like to do and, and talk about it. But don't worry, we'll protect the, We'll change the names to protect the ensign if you want to, and we'll we'll react to sessions like this, or we'll we'll, we'll share new ideas. Maybe we'll critique some people's work. Wouldn't that be fun? Um, yeah. So those are the kinds of things that we're going to get at Insider Nation. Uh, please give us your thoughts, your feedbacks. Uh, please uh, like and share if you haven't uh, haven't done it, or check us out on iTunes and. Please give us a rating and a vote. That always helps us uh, helps us help you more. 
And with that, we're going to wrap up our show. Take care and see you out there. Thanks for joining us. To become an insider and amplify your journey, make sure you've subscribed to our show. If you have an idea for what Scott and Brian can cover in a future podcast or have a story to share, please email them at engage at insidese.com. You can also connect with them online by going to insidese.com, following them on Twitter, or sending them a LinkedIn request.